You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great start to your Thursday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button, and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here is the latest from Atlanta. And actually, it's the latest from Florida, as the Braves have now completed their fifth game of spring training. You know, we started on Saturday. The Braves have played five games now when it comes to, you know, the start of their spring training. Thursday will actually be the first day that we see split squad action uh, as one, you know, part of the Braves roster will go on the road with Dylan Dodd starting the Braves road game tomorrow on Thursday. And then Spencer Strider making his second start of the spring in the home game. For the Braves on Thursday. And so far, I think that there's more positive than negative. And one of the biggest reasons why I think that there's more positive than negative, you haven't really seen just anything too significant, you know, too newsworthy when it comes to the first five games for the Braves. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, the performance of, you know, uh, Chris Sale, for instance, that definitely is something to be excited about. But, you know, we're going to look in this episode at a a few, you know, notable storylines from the first five games of spring training. But the first thing that stands out to me is that you don't have any glaring negative storylines to talk about. And mainly, you're now, what, nearly 10 days into the start of spring camp. You're five games into spring training. And the great thing for the Braves is that there's been really no emergence of significant injury news. You know, yes, you know, you had Tyler Matzik talk about the fact that, you know, he'll probably start out the year on, you know, the IL, getting back to really being, you know, in his routine when it comes to the bullpen. We haven't seen Charlie Morton yet this spring as he returns himself from injury. You may see other players returning from injury, like like a Dylan or a Waskar Yanoa, they may be on the IL to start the season, but you've not seen any unexpected news of an injury, especially to a key player. And that is definitely positive news for this Braves team because, again, you know, I'll try not to mention this too much, but if we go back a year ago, a year ago, we had multiple players who were significantly impacted by injuries during spring that led to them being impacted during the regular season. But thankfully, and knock on wood wherever you are, the Braves have not seen really any significant development on the injury front when it comes to an injury, especially to a key player. Hopefully that will continue as the spring 
continues on. But the other thing, you know, the first storyline being, you know, the fact that the Braves have not really thankfully had to deal with any significant news when it comes to injuries is the fact that they've gotten good results so far from their main arms that they're relying on going into this season. Of course, what I'm mentioning is the fact that the Braves ha have seen, you know, that their main starting options go out and pitch so far this year, all, uh, all of their main arms at least besides Charlie Morton, and I wouldn't be too concerned about Charlie Morton. Listen, he's 40 years old. You know, he, if anyone knows how to ramp up for the season, you know, without having to be on the mound in an actual game, it's a veteran like Charlie Morton. Likely the Braves are working with him, you know, to make sure that they get him on a plan that's going to be successful for him. You'll eventually likely see him on the mound at some point in time in the near future. But more than anything, what stands out to me is that you've seen Max Reed, Spencer Strider, as well as... Chris Sale all on the mound. And the great thing about it is, is that among those among those three pitchers, you've had six innings pitched, you've had ten strikeouts, you've had two walks, and you've had no earned runs allowed. That is great, great news when it comes to this brave squad. Because if you're getting that type of performance out of the start, and you're also coupling that with the fact that Strider and especially Freed coming off an injury-riddled 2023 season, and Sale, who besides last season, has been on the injured list for, for you know much of the last several years. The fact that you have all three of those pitchers coming out of the gate healthy in spring training and coming out of the gate with very good to dominant performances, that is especially intriguing when it comes to the spray squad. You know, Chris Sale touching 97 miles per hour, four strikeouts to no walks, throwing two perfect innings. That is great to see. Could he put together, you know, a season for the Braves this year over 125 or 150 innings, perhaps, like he did over the last 15 starts of last season when he had a 3.15 ERA and a K rate above 10 per nine innings? If we can get that type of Chris Sale, that is, that is outstanding. That is outstanding for this Braves pitching staff. So I think that the you know first storyline that's really a positive for this Braves squad is the fact that, again, you've not seen any significant injury news when it comes to a key player. But when it comes to the pitching staff, which at the end of last season was clearly the biggest question mark you know, in regards to this team. But when you look at this pitching staff and you look at this starting staff, I feel... I feel that it's fair to say the three pitchers on this pitching staff as a whole that have the biggest upside for the Braves, especially in the playoffs, are Spencer Strider, Max Reed, and Chris Sale. Chris Sale even over Charlie Morton. The fact that those three pitchers have not only entered spring training healthy, but they also have started off spring training with good outings in each of their first starts, that is the best possible outcome that you've seen for this Braves team. So it's good to see no injuries. It's good to see that the main, you know, key contributors on the pitching staff are doing well. But what about the but what about the lineup? Are there any things notable from the first five games of spring training to point out? We'll look at that in just a moment. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. 
you can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we talk about when it comes to the biggest storylines for the Braves. Really want to hit on four storylines in this episode of the Daily Hammer. The first one being, again, no significant injury news. You know, there's been no emergence of significant injury concerns when it comes to the Braves' key contributors. And when it comes to the Braves' pitching staff, which the Braves really looked this offseason to improve, Spencer Strider, Max Reed, Chris Sale, all are healthy, all have had very good starts in their first outings when it comes to spring training. But what about the lineup? You know, we haven't seen regulars that much so far, but two of the more impressive performances that we have seen is both from Michael Harris II as well as Sean Murphy. And I think when you look at the Braves lineup, you look at a core four when you come to this Braves lineup. You look at Ronald Acuna Jr., Ozzy Albies, Austin Riley, and Matt Olson. I think that if you're looking at this Braves lineup, it's fair to say, if someone were to say, who are the most important four hitters in this Braves lineup, I think if someone said those four, they wouldn't be wrong. But then you add to that Marcelo Zuna, who was incredible last year, especially in the second half of the season, finished with 40 home runs and 100 RBIs. You know, you certainly feel as if, you know, he may regress a bit. But he's an important important cog in the lineup as well. But when you look at last year's historic Braves lineup, and you look at who you would consider to be the regulars in that lineup, if you were to pinpoint two players out of last year's historically productive lineup for the Braves that could have even better years this year than they did last year, I think that you would point out Michael Harris II and Sean Murphy. Michael Harris II, because of course he's entering his age 23 season, normal progression that you see from a player of his talent level. Sean Murphy, due to the fact that he just completely fell off when it came to his productivity in the second half of the season. Well, I think another big storyline so far this year is that Michael Harris II connected with his second home run of the season, and he's putting no doubters into the seats his second home run so far, he definitely seems locked in so far this spring training. Go back last to last spring training. Matt Olson looked locked in all of spring training last year, and it led to an absolutely historical season for Matt Olson. Well, if I'm not saying that Michael Harris II is going to hit 54 home runs, but if Michael Harris II 
looks this locked in in spring training, he really could be one of the true breakout candidates for this year, and that would be incredible for this Braves lineup. And, and you know, if Sean Murphy can sit there and put together a season, you know, hey, a, a consistent 850 OPS to 900 OPS is definitely not season is definitely not out of the question for Sean Murphy. I'm not necessarily saying he's going to be as good as he was in the first half of last season, but I definitely think he could be more consistent than he was in the second half. He had a great game on Tuesday. If he can be locked in and he can be productive, kind of in that middle to bottom of the order when he plays, that will be a great boost to the Braves. So seeing players in this Braves lineup, that you can really pinpoint as being candidates to have better or more consistent years this year than they did last year. It's great to see both Sean Murphy and Michael Harris II having great starts to their spring. And I think the fourth storyline is the fact that, you know, the one part of this Braves roster that definitely still had a few question marks is the Braves bench. But you've seen Forrest Wall have an outstanding start to the spring. David Fletcher has had a very good start to the spring as well. I don't necessarily know if the Braves are going to go into the season with a bench that is going to be, you know, full of, you know, more contact hitters than anything, versatile defenders, speed. You know, um, uh, Alex Anthopoulos did talk about the fact that speed is definitely something he would like to have off the bench. So when you look at this Braves roster, Forrest Wall definitely stands out. But, you know, perhaps the Braves, you know, make a, you know, another move or perhaps they go with an option that could bring a bit of power off the bench. But it's good to see that when it comes to David Fletcher, who definitely is a contact type hitter, versatile defender, he's someone you could see making the Braves bench. If he has a good offensive spring, hard to deny that he could be an option for the bench. Forrest Wall, if he has a good spring at the plate, add that to what he could do defensively and especially with his speed, he could be a candidate when it comes to this Braves bench. You could definitely see some candidates starting to emerge to fill out this Braves bench. And of course, when it comes to, you know, the Braves offensive bench, it's it, the Braves are not as reliant on their bench as other teams are because the Braves play their starters so much, but it's always good to have versatility and productivity on your bench. And so if these options that you definitely could see making out the Braves bench, if they were to have good springs, that would be a good development to really fill out the position player side of things when it comes to the roster. Of course, another thing to talk about is the fact that you saw successful outings from veteran relievers who are trying to make a comeback. Tyler Matzik, Ken Giles looked excellent in his first outing in the spring. On Wednesday, that could be great depth for this Braves um, pitching staff. The more Braves pitchers that sit here and have an excellent spring, perhaps it's more likely that one of them could be flipped for you know a, a prospect the Braves are intrigued by on the position side of things that they could add to their upper minors. There's a lot of options that are created from the more and more players that you have having good starts to the spring. And so if the Braves can have several of their pitchers have good starts to the spring, that'll be the great development as well. And I know that, you know, some want to point out, you know, that Jared Kelnick, you know, hasn't had the best starts, you know, it hasn't had the best start to the spring. Or the fact that Bryce Elder and A.J. smith Shaver, you know, struggled in their outings. Listen, you're going to have some players that have struggling starts to the spring. I do think that, you know, when it comes to Jared Kelnick, he does seem to be making good contact. I think the hits will come around. So hope that he definitely is going to be one of the more paid attention to players 
in spring training because of the fact that you really hope the Braves can hit on another really good add to the squad with the potential of Jared Kilnick. So him having a good spring will certainly be under a microscope. I know he's not getting off to the best starts, but there are some encouraging signs when it comes to his contact. So, no, listen, you're just going to have some players that start out slow. Hopefully they'll pick up steam as time goes on. But overall, when it comes to storylines for this Braves team out of spring training, I definitely think the positives outweigh the negatives. You're getting, you know, some some great starts from, from, from players that you want to get great starts from. When it comes to key contributors on the pitching staff, you're seeing some names emerge that could really fill out this Braves bench, and you're seeing some good initial returns from injury that are really encouraging for the Braves as they look to build out the depth within their organization. Of course, as I mentioned, tomorrow, Thursday, the first split squad day of spring training for the Braves. Dylan Dodd on the road for the Braves. Spencer Strider at home for the Braves. Make sure you check out both games as much as you can. And check out BatteryPower.com. We're going to have all the coverage for you when it comes to the Braves and spring training. And also the Battery Power Podcast Network. Season previews on the Battery Power Podcast itself. The podcast to be named later. Talking about all the latest news for the Braves. And of course here on the Daily Hammer. Giving you the latest when it comes to news that comes out of spring training. Until next time, my name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Go Braves! We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Game. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA. Support for this show comes from Vanta. Dealing with loads of spreadsheets, juggling different tools, and having to do manual security checks, it can be a headache to keep up with today's compliance and security programs. Vanta is the trust management platform that wants to simplify things and bring all your trust-building efforts under one roof, making growth smoother for your whole organization. Vanta lets you automate up to 90% of compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, HIPAA, and more. Strengthen security posture and reduce third-party risk. Get $1,000 off Vanta when you go to vanta.com slash vox. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash vox for $1,000 off Vanta.